You're listening to Sweetwater Now's Beyond the Game podcast. The podcast that seeks to understand more than just the game itself. And now, your host, Brayden Flack. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Beyond the Game. I'm Brayden Flack. Thanks for tuning in as always. On today's episode, we welcome new Green River Wolves head coach, Kevin Cuthbertson, who's taking over the football program this coming fall. Kevin and I discuss more about his background, along with what some of the takeaways he had from his career were and what he hopes to instill in the young men that he is now going to be mentoring. We also take a look at the off season and how the coronavirus is impacting uh, some of those plans that uh, the football team has. And we also just reflect on Kevin's thoughts on taking over the team that he used to once play for. Special thank you to David Stoffer for sponsoring this episode. David is our main sponsor for this podcast, and he has been an incredible support to not only our show, but also to the young people that we seek to cover and share their stories with you. So uh, again, thanks to David Stoffer, Farm Bureau Financial Services. He's located here in Rock Springs. Hit him up for any of your insurance needs. With that said, we'll jump right into today's show. Joining me today on the podcast is the newest face of the Green River Wolves football program, Kevin Cuthbertson, or as he would prefer, uh, Cuth. So, Cuth, how are you doing? <laughs> we're doing good, thanks. Good. Thanks for joining me. Uh, you know, on 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 the show today, I think we're going to have a a pretty interesting conversation. Just uh, you know about how you kind of have landed uh, where you're at right now with the Wolves football team. Uh, maybe a little bit about your background as well and kind of the the future of this program. So, um, you know, I, I don't know if you listen to, to podcasts or not, um, but is this your first one? You know, this will be my first experience with it, yes. Oh, there you go. That's that's not a bad thing, you know. It's, it's good to get out there and, okay. and grow a little. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so maybe let's just start off, you know, uh, Kevin, if you can give me a little bit uh, – uh, some background information on your family, uh, where, where you grew up, where you come from. Um, you know, uh, I know that you graduated from Green River High School, so you're kind of having a, a reunion party here. But, you know, maybe just give me some some uh, background information here for, for the listeners. Sure. Uh, well, I, I was pretty much born and raised here, Green River, Wyoming. Uh, grew up here, graduated from GRHS. Uh, of course, played football and was lucky enough to receive some all state honors and doing so. And after high school, I was recruited and went down to Southern Utah University and, and played some football for Southern Utah and, and uh, was lucky enough again and received some all conference honors and, and team captain and, and was able to move on from there and, and, and just again, lucky and blessed to be able to go over and play some semi pro football over in Europe, which was an amazing experience. And, uh, then I basically started my coaching career after that down in St. George, Utah, where I, I taught school and, and coached for, for 12 years. And then finally decided, you know what, it, it's time to, to move back home to, to Green River, Wyoming, where all of my family is located and where, where they've all been born and raised and, and basically make it a homecoming and, and start teaching in the district here. And, and now I've been lucky enough to be, to be chosen as, as Green River's, uh, 
head man. So uh, I'm pretty humbled and um, I'm very grateful for the opportunity. Well, you know, it sounds like you've you've had quite the the background um, and, and experience with with the sport. Um, you know, maybe just to recap, you know, what are what are some of the things that you feel like you know you learned you know playing in college and going to uh, Europe as well? What what were some of the big takeaways you had from your your career? Oh, I think the the biggest thing I, I got, what which again I was lucky enough to to have a number of coaches throughout my career, both that, that coached me as a player and, and that I was able to work with once I started coaching and just some amazing men, you know, uh, guys that were role models for me, um, who, who set great examples, um, every day teaching me something about the game of football and about the game of life too. Uh, we can't forget that how important, uh, these activities, no matter what they are, sports, how much they actually contribute to to what we learn and, and what we do in our lives, um, and they made a huge impact on me. And I've tried to to carry over uh, as much as I can of of the positive uh, that they've taught me throughout my life. Um, you know, looking back, these are people like like Tom Wilson, you know, who who coached here at GRHS and was my high school football coach, and and how much he taught me and. And then looking at my college coaches, you know, Jack Bishop was our head coach down in Southern Utah. And, and just, again, another great leader of men. And I was able to work with Kim Wickstrom over in, in Helsinki, Finland, where I played European ball. And, and a guy that's really a, a innovator and just a great mind uh, with the game of football. And I think as, as you look at some of those people that I, that I mentioned, you try to, to take as much away from – what they're teaching you is possible. You know, you'll see, you know, a certain technique or, or a, a teaching tactic or strategy. And, and you're like, yeah, that's cool. I want to, I want to make that a part of my repertoire. And, and that's what I've kind of done throughout my career. Now, coach, I just have to ask, um, you know, with, uh, the, the Europe league, you know, I'm sure there were probably a few different rules. Um, and if there were, you know, how did that kind of benefit your football knowledge? Um, as far as rules go, they p- play under our NCAA regulations, so there's not a whole lot of difference there. Um, the only r- basic different rule is, is is at any point in time, they can only have two Americans on the field. Uh, the rest of the players had to be European. Okay. Um, but there weren't a whole lot of, of differences. What I would say is uh, a difference you'll see in the European game compared to um, our, our traditional game here in the United States is it, it's a little bit more wide open you know they're they're not a tr- afraid to to throw something just crazy out on the field you know and 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 see how it works that you know they're really experimental with what they do uh x's and o's wise and that makes the game exciting for the fans and for the players both and and i know i really enjoyed my time over there because of it interesting now tell me was there like a you know a time um a moment where you were like okay i really want to get into coaching yeah, well, without a doubt, I would say um, looking back at my high school experience and uh, just the effect that that my coaches, not only in football but in basketball, and over the years, how much of an effect they had on my life and uh, in developing my character and, and who I was becoming, um, it was something that I wanted to do as a career goal. Um, I went into college with with that being uh, my focus and, and teaching, of course, being a part of that. Um, so it, it's really, it, it goes all the way back to those days, those early days of, of high school and, and beyond. 
Well, and you've certainly made a, a full circle as you're, you know, now coaching the football team that you once played for. So, um, right, yeah, pretty cool. You know, I did want to also kind of touch base on, you know, your time as as a coordinator um, with the Wolves. Um, and if I recall right, that was from 2009 to 2016. Yeah. There were some successful years during that that period of time, and you were specifically the the defensive coordinator. What were some memories there, and you know what kind of led to your departure in 2016? Well, as you look back, you know you mentioned specifically, I I coordinated uh, back in 2009-2010 uh, is when I actually called the defense and was coordinator, and and was able to work with with Darren Howard, and we had quite a bit of success in those years. And then I, I stepped away for a couple of years and. Uh, uh, Don Maggi came in and, and ran the program after Darren, and, and we were able to work together for for a couple seasons. And I did not coordinate actually at that time. Uh, Mike Imoni was the defensive coordinator and and did an amazing job. You know, he was the coordinator that that helped Maggi take the the Wolves to the state championship that that last season that I coached. And I was just the defensive assistant back then. And uh, Mike was was a guy that. Uh, was calling the defense and uh, has a, just an amazing football mind. It was it was great to come back to the game after taking a couple years off, and and to learn from a young mind like Mike and and what he was doing with the defense. You know, an old dog like me able to learn some some new tricks from him, and we'll actually carry some of those over now as I take the helm and and we move toward next year. Let's take a quick break to hear from today's sponsor. Hey everyone, when it comes to protecting your family, home, car, or business, you can count on David Stauffer at Farm Bureau Financial Services. You deserve a local agent who is dedicated to helping you with all of your insurance needs. And that's exactly what you'll get with my good friend, David Stauffer. David offers the quality products and services you are looking for. His experience, coupled with his loyalty to serving his clients, truly separates David from the rest, and that's why I continue to insure my assets through him. And so should you. Give David a call at 307-382-2332, or stop by his office at 2820 Foothill Boulevard in Rock Springs, and discover the advantages of working with a great local agent. Trust experience, trust David Stoffer at Farm Bureau Financial Services. Now, Coach, can you maybe tell me, are you more of, a, of an offensive guy, a defensive guy? You know, do you have a specialty? Um, maybe elaborate there for me, if you could. Yeah, and you, again, I, I can't say it enough how lucky I've been throughout my life and career. That In my coaching career, I've, I've been able to work with every single position. Um, I've been an offensive coordinator, I've been a defensive coordinator, special teams coordinator, and then a head coach in my past down in St. George, Utah. Um so I, I feel like I'm fairly well-rounded in, in all those areas. As far as what my role will be with the team next year, I, I will be the offensive coordinator as well as the head coach. Um, and we're going to be a, a very sound football team. I think it was, we look at what we want to do. We want to make sure that, that we're taking care of our responsibilities. We're teaching our players to not only do their job, but to do it well. And we're not really going to come out and say, hey, you know, this is what we do. Our bread and butter is, is running the football. We're going to be pretty balanced. And, and I think as you look at uh, Wyoming high school sports, you, ha- you have to be that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't say that, 
you know, we're going to come out and air it out because you might show up to the game Friday night and it's a blizzard. So you got to have some balance with what you're doing and you want to play to the strength of your athletes. And that's something we're going to do. And if we remain balanced year in and year out, we'll be able to play to the strength of our athletes. And we're not going to be pigeonholed into a situation where, you know, say we want to hang our hat on running the football. Well, we might be playing the number one run defense in the state that week. We're not going to beat our head against the brick wall. We're going to attack where the defense is weakest, and we're going to take advantage of those. Or have you gathered any of your your, your other staff, your uh, assistant coaches, or anything like that? Um, just curious. Yeah, well, you know, we 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 are assembling a staff currently. Uh, we have some coaches in place. Um, a lot of the the varsity coaches are going to sound familiar because they've been in those positions in the past, especially recently in the last few years. Um, you're going to hear names like like Justin Lamb, who who will be uh, our defensive coordinator heading into next season. Uh, Matt Freeze, who will be calling our our special teams, and then we have people like uh, Rick Carroll, you know, who have been a part of of Green River Wolves sports for for a long time, and uh, he was my receivers coach when I was a freshman. <laughs> so uh, the respect I have for him is is immeasurable, and to have him be a part of the staff is is an honor. Uh, Tim Cassidy. We'll be helping out at the varsity level as well. And then we're still assembling and, and, it, and basically a work in progress as we start to, to complete and fill out the staff at those lower levels. You know, what, what made you apply for this job? You know, you, you mentioned that you did step away. What kind of, uh, you know, reignited that flame? Well, I don't, I don't think you ever, you know, lose the fire for the game of football. I mean, if you're a football player or if you're a football coach, it, it's something that's, it's a part of your blood, you know, it, it's in your heart and soul. And so I don't think you ever really ever lose that. Um, stepping away from the game was, was at that point in my life, just, just a matter of, of time and commitment. You know, if you're going to do this job, you need to be able to give it your all give give 100% to those players because that's what they deserve and I, now I've reached a point in my life where, I, where I'm able to do that and uh, I want to give back you know I, I grew up in this community and I love this community uh, Green River is a special place and if I can give back and able to offer some of the opportunities that that I wasn't given when I was at that age oh man I'm, I'm going to be a happy person what are what are going to be some of those uh, I guess you could say cornerstone pieces of this this program that that you're going to to build? Yeah, and I think that kind of comes back and, and speaks to my philosophy as as a coach. Um, I, I'm not in this, and, and and I never have been. I'm not a coach who's interested in building a, a win loss record. You know, I think if if that's if that's your purpose as a coach, you're you're in it for the wrong reasons. I'm more interested in, in building young men. And we're going to do everything we can as coaches to be role models and teach these kids to do the right thing, uh, help them make the right choices, um, teach them hard work and the rewards that come from hard work. And if we can kind of instill those values into our players, and uh, if we can do that, I really truly believe uh, that that win-loss record will take care of itself. You've, you've gotten everything done that you need to get done to, to be the head coach. Uh, but now you got a lot of work ahead of you, and, and that starts with the off season, sure. obviously. 
Um, mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're living in very interesting times. Um, essentially, the, the off season's already started, but, um, you know, let's say that this is extended throughout, you know, August. What, what, what are you planning? I don't know if you've made plans for, for the off season, but what, what is the off season kind of looking like for the football team right now? Right. And, and, you know, so much of that is up in the air right now because of, of what we're facing with the challenge of COVID-19, but, but we're not going to let the challenge of COVID-19 stop us from, from being successful and stop us from, from building a successful program. Um, you mentioned it, the off season's already started and, and we've already started our off season. Our players already have in hand a, a home workout uh, that they can complete on their own uh, with social distancing and with quarantine. And they've already started that it's a progressive workout. Um, so it's not something that, that they're going to be able to do and complete and, and not be able to, to continue to see gains and, and get better. It's, it's progressive. So they will continue to get better as the off season carries on. Um, we're also going to be getting in their hands um, some skill workouts for them that they can complete on their own. Um, and we'll continue to follow, you know, what the state and, and the governor and, and what our own local uh, government and school district has, has done. We'll follow their lead. Um, in fact, we're using some of the same platforms to communicate with our players that the school district is using to communicate with students. And that really has enabled us to, to reach out and kind of overcome this challenge at this point. Of course, we got our fingers crossed that, that this is going to clear up as soon as possible. And we're going to be able to get back to some normalcy, you know, uh, before too long. Now, what are your numbers currently looking like? Have, have you had a good response from, from the kids? Yeah, so far it's been a good response. You know, I've, I've only been here a week. So, so we're still uh, in contact with players and we're still you know, starting our recruiting process and trying to get as many kids out for the program as we possibly can. Um, but I think our numbers are going to be good. And we encourage, you know, everybody in this community to come out for the football team, you know, whether it's as a player or just to come out and support the program. We want our numbers skyrocketing. We want everybody to be a part of it. And as many people as we can include, we want to. Coach, let me just, uh, you know, kind of give you the floor. Is there anything that, you know, you wanted to kind of uh, go over? Maybe um, any last thoughts? You know, what does this whole experience mean to you just to make this this return to Green River, um, you know, coaching the, the team that you once played for? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty humbling and it's a special and emotional experience to, to be given this honor uh, to be able to come back and, and – and lead uh, the Green River Wolves football program. Um, I've already mentioned the, the impact that, that my coaches at the high school level uh, had on my life. And uh, to be in this position, it, it, is, it is something that I'm extremely grateful for. Um, and I'm going to do everything I can. You know, I'm going to work my ass off, excuse my language, but I'm going to do everything I can to try and help the, the kids of this community, uh, help turn them into young men and try to afford them some of the same opportunities that I was given uh, by my coaches who were, were the ones who taught me, you know, what I should be doing and, and how I should should develop as a young man. And we're going to try to do those same things. Well, thanks so much uh, for, for joining me on, on today's show. And, you know, we, we look forward to, to seeing you out there, um, hopefully in the fall. Hopefully this all passes over and, you know, the, the great sport of football is, is being played. Right, I agree with you. Thanks, man.
Thank you for listening to Sweetwater Now's Beyond the Game podcast. Episodes will be published periodically, so make sure to subscribe to stay up to date with the latest content. If you have an idea or suggestion for the podcast, feel free to contact us via Facebook, Instagram, or email.